seventeen, the widows of night's age. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't do the intro. <laughs> so it's finally here. It's the episode you've all been waiting for. We've had questions from across the globe. It is the Widows of Ninth Age episode. And joined tonight by the lovely Laura. Say hi, Laura. Hello. And the jovial Jordan. Hi. <laughs> and I waved. <laughs> <laughs> ah, radio. And uh, as always, I'm joined by the Rocky to my Bullwinkle. It's Paul. What's going on, guys? Everyone's good. Everyone's looking forward to some female insights. <laughs> this is my radio voice. <laughs> Smooth, like chocolate. This is already interesting. <laughs> this is going to be two hours of discovery. <laughs> so as you can uh, hear, the women are real. They're not under duress. They're here by their own volition. I don't, I don't know you. <laughs> I paid you for fucking two hours. You're going to sit there and you're going to answer my questions, alright? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so Paul, what are we going to be chatting about tonight? So, as you say, a lot of people have been asking us to do this. We've been talking about doing it for a while. The idea behind the episode is really to get a kind of female perspective on the game, as most of our listeners will be painfully aware. It's a bit of a sausage fest out there. Not many women playing the game, so we thought we'd get a bit of an insight from the ladies to see what they think. And we'll also talk a little bit about the kind of partner's perspective, what it's like living with someone that's obsessed with the game. And then to wrap up, do <laughs> some kind of fun questions. That's got <laughs> For the first step to getting help is admitting you've got problems. I don't have problems. <laughs> and we'll probably progressively be getting more drunk as the episode goes on. A happy accident. Hey, hello, Bob Ross reference. There you go. Happy little accidents. Happy little accidents. <laughs> Alrighty. So, we've got a number of topics which we'll be covering over the course of the episode. Uh, and the first one is just general thoughts about Wargaming and the Ninth Age. So, our first question is from none other than Casimir the Swede. And his question is What was your reaction the first time your partner revealed their plastic passion? So, Laura, how about you start us off with that one? <laughs> well,. My first thought was, people really do that? <laughs> Honestly. Uh, do you know, have you seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it? I, I've, I've seen it a long time ago. So, so. you know how the granddad in it? He plays with armies? Does Watch the movie. <laughs> that, that's what I thought he was talking about when he first told me about okay. it. <laughs> What's interesting about Laura's situation is, when we started seeing each other, I wasn't playing the game. Yeah. That's so yeah, yeah, this was yeah. something that I yeah. approached Laura with and said, oh, I'm thinking about, you know, getting <laughs> into this. I guess part of that is just the kind of financial implications which come with playing the game. Um, of you, Paul. <laughs> so we'll touch on that later. We've got a question about that. But, um <laughs> I guess maybe it was slightly different in your case because it wasn't like I had to kind of gently introduce you to my addiction. It was just kind of like I started playing the game while we were seeing each yeah. other. So you've kind of seen the addiction progress from day one, yeah. which I don't know if, if that's better or worse. I don't know. I guess hmm, maybe a bit better because I've kind of been introduced to it as you've kind of started out. But, I mean, you'll know that I've kind of tried to get into it myself. You've given it a go. Yeah. I've given it a, yeah. See, yeah, the Laura first time. gave it a go. 
I found it a really new thing. Plenty of things ago. Enough. <laughs> oh wow, that will make the red band. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! How do you do it? <laughs> Long night. <laughs> I just choked on gin. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh right, we're professionals. It's fine. So maybe we should actually before we before we get Jordan's take on that. So how long have you guys been seeing each other? Because I think this is important for these, the conversations that follow. All oh, right. Okay. So we've been seeing each other for six and a half, going on seven. Nearly seven years. Nearly seven years. And you guys are obviously engaged. You get married too. Yeah, yeah. So I've locked her in. <laughs> There's no, no escape now. No backseat. And he's already been told he's not allowed to have any games at the wedding. <laughs> That's what you. No think. gaming table. Genuinely, <laughs> no gaming table. Oh, genuinely oh. ask that question. Shut down. So none of you are coming to the wedding. Can bring armies with you. Just heads up. <laughs> That's awkward because I'm already packed. <laughs> <laughs> Stop to this, Laura. Don't worry, I've got your back. <laughs> Thank you. Jordan, how long have we been seeing each other? We have been seeing each other for nine years, and we are not engaged. <laughs> oh, Andrew. Okay, moving swiftly on. <laughs> so, Jordan, what was your reaction the first time I heard my plastic fashion? think I had much of a reaction because I know your dad had always been a big fan and he'd always played kind of war game stuff so I don't think I had any sort of preconceived ideas I just knew it was something he liked to do and when you mentioned you were going to be taking up the hobby I thought oh that's nice that'll be something enjoyable little did I know (laughs) (laughs) the black hole (laughs) no I think I was just excited to paint things you were super excited yeah I was at the time yeah we'll come back to that because there's a question later on about are you still excited about painting? No, I'm not. See, you no. like you like painting, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't though. Yeah, yeah. You paint canvas and things like that. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, we'll come back to that, because that's, that's a funny story. <laughs> so, Laura, you mentioned that you've actually tried to get into the game. You've done a little bit of painting, and you've played a couple of games with Paul. Yeah. Uh, how have you found that? The painting, at first, I thought would be quite relaxing and enjoyable. It wasn't. <laughs> it was initially... But when you're painting the same thing over and over again, and I'm not a very, like, I'm not a very artistic person, so I couldn't bring any kind of flair to it. That's not the sort of person that I am, so I really suffered with that one. (laughs) You played a couple of games. Uh, Yeah, uh uh-huh. And I'm, like, I'm a very competitive person, (laughs) but I'm also very impatient. So if I do something, I want to be able to do it, like, straight off the bat. (laughs) Um, so I think that was one of the major issues for me was the fact that I couldn't win and I couldn't from straight off. And aside from the fact that it's like a three hour long game. <laughs> I've got time for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Again, with the patience. I, so, should, yeah. uh, I should reveal that Paul was very concerned after uh, he played you because he, <laughs> he thought he'd just turn up, smash face. But from his account... He was sweating bullets at a couple of stages. Oh, I did, man. <laughs> Shit was tight in a couple of those, <laughs> couple of those turns. I was like, uh, just because I obviously I only own the one army, so I basically just had enough models to, to play two complete four thousand five hundred point lists. And I thought, right, I'll just kind of give a lot of that stuff. I'll take that stuff. And at points, I was sitting thinking, why the fuck did I give her that? That's really good. I just wanted the dragon. 
<laughs> yeah, you had a dragon. It was um, it was tighter than it should have been. In a way, it's been bad because I know you put her off. I've kind of put you off in a way. Although I think if I had won, Such an asshole, she would have been less likely to play the second game. Yeah, definitely. That's never really been got what I wanted. That's so been your only motivation, right? Yeah, okay. It's just to you. <laughs> yeah. So really, it's a good thing. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so Jay, mm-hmm. have you ever been tempted to play the game? No. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation at all whatsoever. You, you were tempted to paint, though. I was definitely tempted to paint, and I tried the painting, and I love painting. Yeah. But I don't know. That was yeah. It wasn't very mindful. I find myself getting frustrated at trying to. Yeah, you, type. You, I bought a box of um, it was like Warlord Games Thirty Years War um infantry. Right, because I just bought them because I wanted to paint them. So I was sitting painting them, and Jay was like, "Oh, I really want to paint. I really wanted." I was like, "Okay, cool." So here's a figure. And she, like, <laughs> four hours later, <laughs> she's still painting this one figure. Cross-eyed, completely yeah. cross-eyed. Oh. <laughs> Eyes are hard, though. Eyes are hard. <laughs> I bet it was a damn good-looking figure after then. It was nice. It was. You've seen it? I'm a good painter. Yeah, I'm a good painter. You just don't have the. It's not quite speed painting yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no interest in playing it. But we had started playing chess, and I think yeah. I believe you called it a more advanced level of chess. That's normally so, how I pitch it to people, yeah. like like your mum and Graham and whatever. When they ask what what it is, I kind of just say, well, it's just like a kind of more advanced version of chess. I just find that's the easiest way to explain to people. That also sounds like way better than how most people would try and like describe the game to people that don't play. I think. Yeah. I think that makes it sound better than it actually is. <laughs> it, it, yeah. I know, I've tried to explain it to a few people. If I'm saying, oh, where's Andrew this weekend? Oh, he's away gaming. And I know my grandparents have said, does he wear a costume? <laughs> God, I wish I wore a costume. Yeah, he does, Gran. <laughs> yeah, your grandpa came up to me when I got back from ETC. And he was like, oh, how was, uh, how was Zagreb? And I was like, oh, it was great. And he was like, well done, tank commander, and walked away. <laughs> We've got a kind of question that touches on that later, so maybe we shouldn't spend too much time. Okay, cool. So uh, the next one in this section is just about what you guys know about the ninth age of the game. So Jay, if I was to say, (laughs) what is the ninth age? What what would you say? Some stupid thing that takes up all your time. (laughs) No, no. um, I don't know. Would I class it as, is it the gaming community as a whole, or is that the specific, uh-huh. like, game you play? You play Ninth Age, but you don't play Ninth Age because there's... Yeah. It's like watching someone at a conference that's been asked a hard question. A really difficult <laughs> question. Like, so that's a really interesting question. Um, Let me answer it by not answering it at all. By talking around the <laughs> subject um, and redirecting you. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's an era of the game? I, no, that's a shite answer. I know what you were. You were close. Yeah, you were close. So, is it the overall thing, and then within that, there's little subgroups of different games you can play? Kind of. So, like you play Empire stuff. Oh. <laughs> Empire of something. Of stuff, apparently. Of Amazing. something. It does begin with an S. It does begin with an S, and it sounds like Solust, but Solust oh. is the land in Star Wars, and I know it's not that it's planet. Planet, <laughs> not Solust. <laughs> Something. I'm so impressed that like you got that. That's and you good. also play something else with I don't know. I don't know. If it was. <laughs> is it vampire chicken things? No. Vampire chicken. 
Do you have chickens? <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, there is griffins. They're in the Empire one. Oh, okay. okay. You didn't have chickens. I call them chickens. See. Yeah, because it's a big, big bird and the chickens. Right, so ninth age is the uh, I don't know. Right, okay, so that that's your kind of like shot in the dark there. It was it was good. It was good. Laura, okay. do you want to chip in there? Just gonna steal my ninth answers. age. What is ninth age? I don't know. I feel like we're asking them like a trick question here. It's not I a know. trick question. Yeah. This is like one of the easier questions as well. So fucking buckle oh, in. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that you get like the, there's the whole Warhammer situation. <laughs> And ninth age is different, but I don't I don't know anything beyond that. Okay. That's all right. Ninth age is different. Yeah. Hammer, I'll take that. <laughs> but I will say, and I'm probably going to offend everybody here, if people ask me what Paul does in terms of his gaming, I say Warhammer, Warhammer, because everybody's heard of Warhammer because they've seen the uh-huh. the show for Warhammer. Okay. Yeah. I also say that. Do you? Yes. You say Warhammer? But, but I know it's technically okay. So you're actually in the situation where you're dumbing it down for people that are actually asking you the question. Well, I don't That's kinda good. understand that to be the case, but yeah. <laughs> well, I'm taking it that's what you're doing. <laughs> okay. So, that's cool. so kudos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you were pretty close, Jay. So like, I would say that like you were kind of talking about Wargaming in general, which is the big all-encompassing, and Ninth Age is a game system within that. So Ninth Age is a set of rules. Excellent. Yeah, you were you were pretty close. So we play a game called Ninth Age, which has got a rule set. Is there Tenth Age and Eighth Age? No, I'm just kind of. <laughs> um, and within that, you get the army books, which you were referring to. So you're pretty close. Get girlfriend points for that. I, if this was a competition, you both get a girlfriend point. Yes. It's not though. It's, it's not. Good. So just similar. But we get to cash. <laughs> we get to cash these in later. Oh God, that's going to come back to me. Okay, Paul, do you want to take the next category? Yeah, so, kind of moving on from that, we're going to be talking about what it's like for you guys living with a ninth age addict. I think it's pretty safe to say that me and Andrew are addicts at this point. Yep. Um, in case you <laughs> that. Definitely, no doubt there. So, the first question we've got is from Gareth Willis, and he from has Harvard. a question. Has living with someone with a passion for miniatures changed any preconceptions you may have had of wargamers? So, like, before, did you think of Wargamers as, like, really silly, like, we people? And now, living with us cool guys, you're like, oh, these guys are really cool. Like, actually, Wargaming's, like, that's for me. Is that kind of what you think now? <laughs> Basically, I'm taking that as a yes, moving on. The only preconception I had of Wargamers, <laughs> and I'm about to offend everybody here. Go for it, Laura. <laughs> this is the big one. <laughs> no, but... I genuinely thought it was a thing that only older men did. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So understanding now that obviously that's not a thing. Why was that? <clears throat> Hello, Chai Chai Tang Tang. I thought it was all these like army oh, okay. things. I didn't yeah. I didn't know there was anything other. So than more that. historical type, kind of yes. maybe older Got men that. that had maybe been in the army. Yes. Right, okay, that's fair enough. So now that you know you're left with me, and I'm obviously a really cool dude. I know that's not the case. Uh huh. <laughs> 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 if you think of someone that is into wargaming now, like what would you think about? Well, How I know your... what it involves now, so there's that. Right. Okay. And I know. But you no longer associate just that. with that no, demographic. No, uh-huh. Right. Okay. Cool. Jordan, what about you? So I think. Um, 
yeah, again, I need to be careful because I'm going to offend people with my stereotypes and my preconceptions. But I would imagine a war gamer would be. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, oh, this is. Just awful. go for it, Jay. Shoot. I'm being horrible. Put me out. Like, I'm a, like a lame a, horse. Just shoot me, Jay. A single, a single man in mid twenties, thirties, forties who still lives with his mum. <laughs> It's like introverted and plays war games and fantasy stuff, right? I'm sorry. I was apologize. That's awful, isn't it? I'm well, a horrible person. And it's then, not far wrong, really. And then when you started playing it, I'd be like, oh, it's, oh, not, it's not that bad, really. <laughs> and he's quite normal. Uh, uh, yeah, so now I feel like I'm a projector on people when we okay. discuss it. But he's, he's, it, but it's, but he's, it's he's normal. A, he's normal. He doesn't wear nappies. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's probably fair, though. I think Wargaming gets a bit of a bad rep. It for does. Being, I have to say it does. And like it's the, changed my view okay. a little. Which is, which is interesting. And the, Felix has sent in a question, which we'll talk about later on, uh, which I think touches on that. Mm-hmm. But I think the general perception is like it's the kind of the big, fat, sweaty neck beards it that is. live in basements. That yeah. play. And that's like TV and media that's... Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Definitely. But it's also like... I think the Warhammer, like, Games Workshop stores as well. Yeah. Because, like, they they do one rule set, or they do, like, they do 40k and Warhammer or whatever. Um, but that's only part of a, the Wargaming kind of scene. But everyone sees them on the high street. And those games tend to attack, to attract kind of that demographic. Mm-hmm. So that's how people just kind of associate it. So uh, it's GW's fault, really. That's what I'm trying to say there. It's an interesting point about, like, the kind of the store idea, because a lot of places... Like where we play for for sure, like it's not very public. Yeah. So I would say, like, if you go into like where we play, it's quite a good kind of age spread. There are some girls that go in and play various different games. If that was in a spot in town that was maybe a little bit more public, that in itself would maybe help attract a kind of wider array of people. Yeah. Maybe just historically, like as you say, people, it's kind of been on the kind of fringes, like it would be very unusual to see a kind of gaming store, I think, in this country, in the centre of a town that was like easily accessible and like visual to a wide array of people. Yeah. I don't know, people just naturally play kinda of out the way. So there's like even like people that have Facebook accounts and stuff don't necessarily like talking about hobby stuff on their Facebook, they like having like private groups and stuff because they don't want, you know, people saying what they're doing and things. So I guess there's a bit of a stigma. Yeah. Which comes with it? Yeah. It's probably just help. I know um, my cousin's boyfriend was trying to get into it. Um, it was really funny because we went into the Warhammer. Sh- what is it? What's that shop called? In, Warhammer. As it is Warhammer. Yeah. Um, in Glasgow, and we bumped into them, and my little cousin went beetroot red and was like, "Oh my goodness, we didn't just bump into somebody in this <laughs> shop." Like she was genuinely embarrassed. I was like, oh, bless you. <laughs> She's like, this is what I love <laughs> But then you get the new age of Wargamer, like, Paul and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to say something, Edgy? Just that I feel awful for making a really horrible... Well, good. You've alienated <laughs> our, all of our listeners. There is absolutely nothing wrong with being a middle-aged man who lives with your parents. That that's absolutely fine, because that's what we're doing. Paul's <laughs> a middle-aged man who lives with his parents. <laughs> yeah. This thing was completely unfounded then. That's, that's good to know. <laughs> oh, what's the next question? So the next question, uh, kind of related to that, do you think, for better or worse, the game has 
has or has had a significant effect on your relationship? And if so, has that been a positive or a negative effect? What do you think, Laura? On a relationship? Yeah, for better or worse. <laughs> for richer, for richer, for poorer. <laughs> well, actually... Definitely for poorer. <laughs> Go on then. This is good, because this is me getting insight into our relationship. Because right? actually, I think one of the benefits of it is that I get peace. <laughs> I know that sounds fun, like, funny to say that, but like, yeah. you do a lot of painting, and you do a lot of building these wee guys. And, you know, I get time to read and do what I want to do. But the downside to that is that when I do want to, you know, spend time with you sometimes, you know, <laughs> you're best <laughs> I'm really glad you added that because you just made me sound like super clingy. <laughs> the first part of that, I was like, oh, I get, I get peace from him. <laughs> Close the baby gate. <laughs> yeah. I just get locked in my wee room to paint for a couple of hours and it comes and gets me. God, that sounds great. Die of leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you see that. I'm glad you see the the positives to that within the relationship, though. Like having time to yourself to do what you want, whether that be like read a book or yeah. do your hobby well, or whatever it is you're into. Like, well, it is important that you have your yeah. your thing that you do. And would you say <laughs> that it's relatively well balanced? <clears throat> Depends what time of the year it is and whether or not you have a tournament coming up. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I get that. What about you, Jordan? I don't. I wouldn't say it's had a significant impact on a relationship. Again, I like the fact that you've got you know something to do, so I can sit downstairs and drink gin and watch TV with your mum, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool. I think it does take up a lot of your time when you're. I don't know if you were doing stuff with a manual. Manual? Are you doing something with a manual or a rule book? Do you know anything about rules? Do you know anything about rules? Yeah, where you had to make the rules and type it all up. And Was that maybe when Paul and I were doing the tournament? Is that what oh. you're thinking of? Or are you thinking about like, the ETC stuff before we went to... I'm not sure. I feel like you had some role in something, or it was maybe presented to me like you had a role in something that was very important that took a lot of your time for answering questions on a forum. Oh, stuff. yeah, yeah. No, that's because I help out in the forum, so you I'm help, a community support. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it takes a lot of time when you're on your phone. I think you're on yeah, your phone yeah. a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. You are on your phone yeah, a lot, um, answering questions and stuff. Because yeah. I'm always like, put it down! <laughs> I think that's fair, though. I'm oh, actually thinking about dropping ACS because mm-hmm. it just saps your time. But I wouldn't say Absolutely. it's had a significant negative impact at all. Yeah. I think it's good that you've, everyone's got their own kind of interests and hobbies and they can pursue that and, yeah. I like to, you're like, do you mind if I go to cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me go. Here's a present for you. <laughs> Notice how I did that when you were drunk as well when we were on holiday. <laughs> Making a perception like I'm drunk all the time. <laughs> yeah, we were on holidays. Yeah. Paul oh. is on his phone all of the time. And now you get these, I think you're supposed to get these apps nowadays that will like, time your screen time <laughs> I, I totally think you should get that and like find out how much time you spend mm-hmm. like on your phone on these things I think, I I think it would be a idea. significant amount of time it probably is yeah. it's the buzzer <clears throat> on the Facebook notification that really like I can just find my patience disappearing every time it goes 
That's not my fault. That's Michael's fault. That is Michael's fault. Fuck in the conversations. Do you know Michael posted the same gift three times today? He did. For no good reason. For no good reason. Mute to vibrate. You don't need to I have muted it. I know. I did. I've got muted now. Good. I'm very tolerant. Okay. Okay. Next one. Shall we move on? Yeah. So the next question came in from Tim. Tim Bartnick. How do you explain you your partner's hobby to your friends and family when they ask what your other half is doing? Okay, we've kind of covered that. But Laura, what do you tell your friends and family? Just that it's that Warhammer army game where they, you know, build the guys and paint them and then fight with them in army things that takes three hours and then that's about all last week. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the same. Kind of Warhammer-y stuff, war games, over a big board with a dice. Dice is key. And dice no, key. doesn't wear a costume and no, okay. it's not reenactment. <laughs> Not reenact. That's a common one, yeah. So I've got a hilarious story. Um, so this is from Michael. I, I yeah. think I've maybe told you this before. <laughs> yeah. So when Michael, Michael obviously has a girlfriend, and um, he was like, "I'm getting into this hobby, blah blah." blah. And she was like, "Yeah, no, that sounds fine, blah blah." blah. Never, never asked any more about it, and it kind of went on and went on and went on, and then there was like months later, like she saw photos of him playing or something. Or he was playing at the house or something like that, and she was asking him like, "What was he doing?" And he's like, "Oh, it's this this hobby thing that I do," and she just let out this sigh of relief. She was like, "Oh, thank God," because she thought it was just like like an adult play group. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Michael would be well into that though. Oh, he would be. I think loads of guys would be into that. I'm into that. <laughs> We do occasionally make sound effects while we're playing the game. That's true. Ah! <laughs> I used to work in a kid's play area and all of the adults wanted in for a bit. Oh, 100%. Like, Ball pool. Big kids. Come on. It was, we were, it was his birthday party the other day and there was like a bouncy castle and it was impossible to stay off of it. Yeah, they didn't let me on. Bastards. And we played basketball instead. And pool. Yeah, I know, right? Paul will know this. Like, it's the fear that you fall on a small child and kill them. Yeah, yeah. With your which tool. is legit. Okay, so we move on then. Let's do it. Bit of a horror question here. Have you ever had to sacrifice a romantic evening because of your partner's hobby? Jordan. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write the questions, man. Don't blame me. Did we have to sacrifice our Edinburgh Festival trip because you had a game? Right. Okay. Here we go. Let's, yep. yes, we did. <laughs> let's yes, set this. Let's let's set the record straight, yo. <laughs> I have no memory of making this plan. This has nothing to do with the hobby per se. You had no memory of making this plan because you made the event that we discussed while you were drunk. <laughs> See, the drink is coming in again. Yeah. Let's let's go to the Edinburgh Festival. Let's have a really nice time. Perfect. We'll go with my brother and his girlfriend. It'll be great. <laughs> Text Andrew the night, the night before or a couple of nights before. He's like, uh, I don't remember this. Uh, really don't uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't even like an event. It was I invite Paul round. Oh yeah. Uh, you're in this now, Paul. So Paul, you won. <laughs> <laughs> you won that day. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't to do with the hobby though. That was just to do with that. I forgot that we were meant to be doing. That was uh, that was being an Andrew. That was doing an Andrew. Yeah, that has nothing to do with wargaming per se. It's just me. Wargaming Trump though, because there was the option to. I'd already invited Paul though. That would be really rude. Come on. You'd already arranged to go to the festival with my brother and his girlfriend. Ah, but also rude. I'd, I'd done this previously. 
Moving on. Next question. <laughs> Laura, have you ever had to sacrifice a romantic evening because I've fucked up and like made plans? We don't do romantic evenings. That's all. <laughs> oh, that's, that's damning stuff right there. <laughs> and that's how you play that one, James. <laughs> Define romantic. <laughs> we go out for dinner like once a year on my birthday. <laughs> You don't do, like, anything at your birthday. <laughs> well, I might want to get a game in. Put a game of ultras up in my office. Yeah. Get a game in. Can I get a game in? Maybe get a game in on Saturday. Alright. I'm going to get a game in on Saturday, if that's alright. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Both established that we're rubbish partners. Yep. <laughs> uh, next question, again, is from Casimir. Do you find that it's possible to socialise with your partner while they hobby? No. Is that a good compromise? <laughs> no? Why not? Physically impossible. So if I'm painting or whatever, you can't, like, mm, I, I wouldn't say that's hobbying. <laughs> I would say the hobbying is more the gameplay. Oh, do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. there needs to be distinctions. Ah, see, that's interesting. That is interesting, because I can speak to you while you're painting, because yep. you're up in the loft and you've got music on, but see while you're hobbying and you're involved in a game, we can't get a hold of you. You went to another yeah. country... Yeah. And we were like, Andrew, did you arrive safe? Andrew, did you arrive safe? Your mum was messaging you. Andrew, have you arrived safe? Andrew, I fucking hope you've arrived safe. To be and fair, again, that hours, was the alcohol again. Hours, <laughs> hours later, must have been about five, six hours after you've arrived, and we got a, yeah, I'm here. Excellent. <laughs> could have been anyone replying. It, it could have been anyone replying. That wasn't technically hobby, though. That was, plus the flight was delayed. But you were playing a game while you messaged, and you'd forgotten to message. Okay. Well, it's interesting that you made the distinction there because normally when like gamers talk about it, like the hobby, like the hobby side of things is like painting and building and stuff like that. Yeah, because I come up and sit with you sometimes while you're doing that. Yeah. I'll sit on my iPad or or watch something. And, yeah, it's yeah. quite nice. I, yeah, so I can sit with you while you're painting yeah. and making stuff, and that's quite cool. I think it's kind of slightly different for us because I do all my stuff up a lot. Yeah. Um, just because that's where I've got my painting table set up. So. You don't really play it at home, you more play it at Common Ground. Yeah, we play it at Common Ground a lot of the time. That's just because it's it's really space issue more than anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas there was a period where um, you know, I would just invade Paul's, Paul's flat mm-hmm. and Laura would just have to kind of deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you'd, you'd be watching TV in the same room. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not really socialising with you guys. <laughs> And it's not, it's not how I would define socialising. You're in the general socializing. area. <laughs> you're in the general No, but area. like, if, if I was, say, I was sitting painting or whatever, and you're sitting watching Doctor Who or whatever, like, you could be reading something on your phone and you could start talking to me about something. Like, we could yeah, have, we could, we, we sit and chat. chat. Yeah, 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 I suppose. I'll get to see that. Yeah. See, so it's not like I just sit and ignore you. I set headphones on and I'm like, don't fuck with me and paint. <laughs> don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> So, next one's from Felix. Capitan. Have you ever been to an event with your partner? If not, describe the kind of people you would expect to see there. So, Jordan, you had some very strong views on people in the hobby. <laughs> oh, no. Do you want to chime in? I had some strong, horrible... And they're on air forever now. ...perceptions that were... See when people were... Google your name, that's the first thing that's going to come up. No, it's not. It is. That's your academic profile and go straight to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <please no. laughs> um, what 
What's the question? Have you ever been to an event with your partner? If not, describe the kind of people that you would see so there. No. So I think this is a, this is actually quite interesting. So no, I've never been to an event. You've never asked me to go to an event. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wait, flip it right there. Yeah, just saying. No. Would you want to go to an event with me? I don't know. Well, Laura's been to an event because she's going to pick Paul up. It's not well, that's, that's what I was going to say. I've not been to an event per se, but I've picked loads of guys up before in my tiny car just the week before. Yeah, so you were... You were yeah, that you're a dodgy whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was... I, I picked... What, who was it? Tim you, you and... Tim, Kieran and Barry up. Yeah. Because um, we couldn't get a taxi. But my perceptions were right at the start. Once I got to like know that Andrew was playing it and kind of... No, I'm not a horrible person. <laughs> they were all lovely. So, here's a question. I think there's about like maybe twelve to thirteen people that kind of play in our club regularly. Mm-hmm. I would say about half of those guys are with people. They have respective partners. I know Simon's wife's been in the club. Yeah. Laura's been in a few times. Sometimes you'll come in and sit down and you'll watch mm-hmm. for maybe five ten minutes and then you'll leave. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're Jordan, more than welcome to come you've never Saturday. came in have you okay. I'm busy on Saturday <laughs> <laughs> so just out with coming to events I don't think you've even came into the club before awkward for me yep no no shit girlfriend I've not what do you mean oh, shit you girlfriend <laughs> so, well where I'm going with this oh. I'll try and get Andrew out of the, the hole that he's in like it's not just because you don't need to because Andrew's a strong independent <laughs> Black woman who can ferry himself around. Damn straight. And I'm a chump that can't drive, so Laura has to come pick me up. <laughs> or is it basically what I'm trying to say? It's not a conscious decision. You're not ignoring it. Like you would be open to going into the club just to kind of check it out, or do you just have no interest whatsoever? Mm. You can be honest. No, it's not that I have no interest. I've dropped Andrew off a good few times yeah, at yeah. the club, and I didn't actually realise where it where it was. So I work in Stirling, and I had studied there for uh, four years. And didn't even realise where it was. And when we drove past, I was like, oh my goodness, that, that's common ground. And actually, just before our anniversary, I almost went in. Was it our anniversary or it was something that we were celebrating? I'm not sure. I almost went into, I don't know, I, I wondered if they had like a gift shop. <laughs> 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 so, so I very nearly went in, but I couldn't get parked, so I just drove away. God, I would love Andrew to would be psyched. Or I would have just gone in and been like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. And Jordan. Uh, there is a shop, Jordan. There is a shop, yeah. Heads up, okay. yeah. Yeah. I think I was going to maybe get you dice or something, since you always go on about your dice. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, no, okay. I, I almost went in, but I actually just didn't because it was so busy and there was right. there were no places to get parked. So, but I've dropped you off a good few times. Okay. See, I think this is interesting because, see, at, like, tournaments and stuff, I think particularly tournament gamers get a bad rep for being... Like the the fat sways, you know that kind of like <laughs> the basement dwellers. But actually, I think at tournaments you get like folk are just like I don't know, just normal guys. I mean, th- there's obviously going to be the occasional dungeon dweller that comes out, but yeah, there's the uh, occasional rotund gentleman. Uh, <laughs> we are never going to listen to those ATC chairs didn't break themselves. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I know, right? Now who's being mean? I'm just saying, but I mean that's. That's within the normal spectrum. There are plenty of other. You, know, uh, you go down to Ibrox taps. or uh, Celtic Park at the weekend, you'll <laughs> you'll see oh, yeah. a, a wide array. Just, just <laughs> yeah, sure. I must say, as as someone who has been into the club, it is a bit 
What's the word? Disconcerting to walk into a room like basically full of men, and yeah. then and like you know you feel a bit like on the spot. Oh no, know. I've said to guys like we've been there like playing on a Saturday, and there's maybe like sixty people in the room. Mm-hmm. And I've and there's like a you know one female in the corner playing a card game and I'm like holy shit there's a woman in here yeah <laughs> <laughs> like that's awesome it stands out you do feel like it's obvious that you're the only woman in we'll we'll kind of come to this later when we we talk about I'd like to go in the yeah. hobby yeah I'm I want like, to go in and see people appealing to them okay I need to word this very carefully I was gonna say I need I want to go in and see people's figures but. I just mean, like, the weekend. Yeah, and then I was going to say, we died. <laughs> no, I can't say that either. But Jesus. I, I like to, like, when you, was it you and Paul that were making the river to go through? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. And I was like, oh, you need to So that's for the tournament that we're doing in, a, in November. Yeah. yeah. I love all that sort of stuff. Okay, cool. But I wouldn't yeah, want cool to go in all the different <laughs> types of armies as well. They have, like, some more futuristic things and stuff. It's pretty cool. It's a good store. There's a good mix of stuff going yeah. on. Steve's nice guy, though. I'd go in and be like, oh, that's so cool. It's so pretty. <laughs> and oh, Steve so has a dog that he just lets wander around. Yeah, so, you know, there's something Steve for everybody. Oh, yeah. This guy. I love dogs. This guy's a cutie. Steve, Steve knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, Steve knows what he's doing. That's the only reason he's got that dog. Yeah, if you want to know how to get women into the game, that is how to do it. Cute puppy. <laughs> <laughs> want to come in and pet my schnauzer? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, that's a dark side of Steve that we've never seen before. First <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Okay, next question. Uh, again, it's from Felix. Can you describe how people play the game at the highest level? Now, I'm interested interested to get Andrew's take on what that question actually means because I don't play at the highest level, so I'm not sure I even know the answer to that question. Do you play at the highest level? Yeah, I play at the highest level. I went to ETC, babe. I'm a fucking big deal. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know people. I know people. Proud of you. Proud of you. Okay, so I would say highest level is just like big tournaments where it's kind of there's always people that take things too seriously. Like at the end of the game, like, it, it's a game. But can I see that? Like the oh yeah, Poland. Oh yeah, we bashed Poland before. Yeah, you, you can you open up about Poland. Like the handshake moment. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. So, uh, the handshake <laughs> woman the handshake. we're referring to. Describe uh, the handshake. At ETC this year, one of the English ETC players <laughs> went to shake a certain Polish player's hand and pulled his hand away at the last minute. Much to the hilarity of everyone that was watching, uh, the Polish player did not take this very well and then continued to 20 the English player. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's, there's always people that take it too seriously, but I would say the highest level, what Felix is referring to there, is kind of like big tournaments, so you're talking like big national championships and like ETC kind of international games and things like that, yeah, I would that say. that was cool. I was bigging you up, just telling everyone, he's a way to the grab. Yeah. He's like all oh, world I'm, I'm a big deal. War game or, or they were like, what's he doing? Is he, he's in a, a, a it was, what was it again? What was the ETC? European Team Championship. I was like, yeah, yeah, he's part of the European. And they were like, oh, that's oh really God. cool. What sport is that? I'm like, war games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah, cool. see, so I wouldn't like, say that just out of the fact that I would then have to explain what that was. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? Highest level of the game. How do you think people play it? Mm, I'd imagine it like superior chess, but also everyone's got like a two-second time limit to move. <laughs> but I know that's not how it works. 
Yeah, he I feel like it should be faster. Chess box. Really? It's not faster. Do you yeah, have a table? No. I'd be terrible. Well, it's because you can be penalized for slow play. That would be me. Because you get like three hours for the game or whatever. And if you don't finish the game in that time, you get penalized. So mm. it's important that both players play reasonably quick. Within three hours isn't how I would define fast. <laughs> See, you say that, but... <laughs> oh, there's people that get nowhere near to finishing a game yeah. within really? three hours. Yeah. Oh, Slow playing is a thing unto itself. Who people sometimes time? do, like, purposely too. Yeah, so, so who unless... gets the time penalty? Does the slow player get the time penalty or do both get the time penalty? So this depends, right? So at the highest level, ETC, um, the way that they were penalised in slow play was basically if both players can't reach an agreement at the end of the game and didn't complete the game, both players get penalised. But if you could prove that one player was slower than another, yeah. i.e. through a chess clock, which is what we were all using. Well, I didn't use my chess clock once at ETC, so I'm a shit person that used this as an example for us. Uh, um, but if you can prove that the other person was slow playing you, then they would get penalised. Cool. So, yeah. yeah when Felix asks the question, can you describe how people play the game, is he meaning, like, like the practicalities of actually playing? Or, like, I when I read like, what kind of, like, I thought he meant, like... Think? How geeky do you think the people that are? <laughs> I feel like we've covered that. <laughs> yeah, so basically what you're saying is see previous answer. Right. <laughs> see previous <laughs> E. Okay. I'd, I'd say it's quite serious though, at the highest level. Not like, again, seriousness can be anything from, you know, sitting an exam to launching a nuke, but I think that when people play at the highest level, they are concentrating on the game, so like I'm really bad for looking really angry when I'm playing. Yeah, you do that. Like people, people have come up to me and said, "Like, are you all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm totally fine. I'm just concentrating." Oh, <laughs> it's probably because you're a big dude as well, though. Yeah, probably. And, and they're maybe concerned you're gonna like rage out and flip the table or some shit. <laughs> I do. Like I touch my face a lot and I play with my hair as well when I'm playing. And then, uh, yeah, I'm a fucking mess. So I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, next question is from Jordan. If you could swap your partner's hobby for any other, what would it be? Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think I feel like we should add a caveat to that as, would you want to change your partner's <laughs> And if so, what would it be? Okay. I think Laura should go first and she just threw me down a hole. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? The answer should be no. <laughs> <laughs> should be no deliberation. <laughs> Okay, so no. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be? You could have another you hobby. Could I know exactly what you would say. Something you... that would make you really fit. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, joking. Uh, I'm not really. <laughs> so like a support. <laughs> I've had too much. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, like a sport. I, know. Yeah, sure. I know what you would choose. What? You could choose me. for me to do any <laughs> other hobby that you would love, like dancing or something like that. No, that's. Mm, I do, love to dance, but. Laura, you would love it if I came home and goes, you know what? I'm Ballroom gonna, dancing, yes. I'm not going to paint tonight. <laughs> Let's go dancing. You, play. <laughs> you would love that. You would think okay. I was having a seizure if I did that. Yeah, actually, you're actually a good dancer. If we ever go to a party, a family party... I just got that base covered already. Floor, yeah. And you're good. Damn straight, I'm good. I'm a big deal, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay, Jay. What do you think? If you could swap my hobby for another, 
Mm. What would it be? Would it be another hobby? I'd like you to start doing your own fucking washing for a start. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, First critical blow of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Motto win, D6 wins. See you later. No, I don't think. No? No, I think your hobby's lovely. Aww. That's oh, that's true. not fun to at all. Aww. If you had to change the hobby, what would you change it to, though? If you had to. Well, I would say rugby, but then I wouldn't want you to get hurt. So I like the fact that you're not going to I got pretty get... fucked up when I was playing rugby. Like... Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you yeah. to get hurt. But think about it, right? This is a really... You're gonna... This is going to come back to bite me, but you've made so many friends. <laughs> Paul, see, but... before I met you, my life was so hollow. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was going to say, did Andrew, do you not have any friends for entire playing this game? Or Lots of, like community support and then you've been away to Zagreb and all over the place that's yeah. excellent what, what good experience from a hobby god you've been so supportive right now cashing in the girlfriend points <laughs> <laughs> but do your own washing do your own washing yeah that would be a good one <laughs> okay that one's not a joke <laughs> <laughs> and ironing moving swiftly on <laughs> okay so uh, Tommy has another question what proportion of your joint expendable income gets frittered away on stupid little plastic men? Oh, if only I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like, you definitely don't know, only because I definitely don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I generally ask, though. I give you forewarning. Yeah. It's not like random boxes start turning up to the house and you're like, Paul, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, like... I do my own fair amount of spending on. Oh yeah, my like own if you come things, home and like, oh, so... I bought this and this and this, I'm like, oh, game's on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like it's. it's yes, yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah, even so. I think the fact that I'm quite a slow painter helps. Like, <clears throat> I generally don't bulk buy and then paint and then buy more. I generally just buy so much and paint it, and then buy more than paint. It. And you've been really good. Like you've not bought too much at all in last like number months because we've got the wedding to be for. Well, this is it. Like, I don't really have the luxury to like take the piss and be like, at I'm moment, gonna buy, anyway. I'm gonna buy some new stuff. Or oh, after December, holy shit, you better like get prepared. <laughs> it's be a lot of Steve is gonna be in the money. <laughs> oh, Steve is. Steve's gonna be walking around common ground in like fucking fur coats and canes and shit. <laughs> Funded by Paul. <laughs> Yeah, the wedding is draining everything from us. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I mean, I can give you a number. No. What about you guys? Well, we don't have, like... So you've got separate bank accounts. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So do we, but obviously we have to pull our money at the moment. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'd be interested. How much do you think I spend? I think you spend over £100 a month. Or I think if you were to, like, over the year, I would say it would work out approximately average. average about £100 a okay. month, £100-ish a month. But talking about hiding boxes, <laughs> Andrew's dad has this... Per- I don't know if he's got this perception or No, this is just his own paranoia. This is just his own paranoia, yeah, yeah. so he likes to hide them. So when he gets stuff delivered to the house. So when Andrew gets stuff delivered to the house, he'll send him a text message like, I've hidden it underneath your sock drawer <laughs> on the left-hand side. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> or it's on top of the wardrobe. Uh, on top of the wardrobe, inside the wardrobe, in this shelf. Okay, that's fine. She's not going to... I think it's his own paranoia. Yeah. I'm, like, I, I'm really not fussed about her seeing like, there's another box there, Jordan. What do you think that is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe more figures. Constant shit stirring. Yeah. But no, I'm, I don't... Yeah. 
But that's like, that's everything, right? That's like miniatures going to common ground events. Or is that just miniatures? No, it's not just miniatures. Well, when you, when you factor all that in, I guess. Right. So, I think it would vary because I go through periods of buying a lot, but I buy a lot to build and paint it. Like, I don't have a massive amount upstairs that's not painted. Mm-hmm. I've got like a, a two paint pile, which is. You know, there's got stuff on it, but <laughs> obviously like, everyone has a two-paint pile. Yeah, but there's there's some guys that have like rooms full of like just boxes of stuff that they've never even looked at. Whereas, oh, Michael's like, fucking horrendous. Yeah, no, I don't do that because I, I I get like paranoid about it. And I'm like, I need to paint that or like just to give you guys a bit of an insight. Like Michael in the club, like he got to the point where Holy shit. he was he was only buying miniatures, not even opening the boxes, not even playing with them. I think he's recently moved in with his partner, and before she came over, he was like actively selling shit off <laughs> to try and limit the damage from when she came over and was like, what the fuck has been going on? <laughs> I love that you make a really bad example, or not a bad example, but so there's this guy that has three rooms filled, so I'm not as bad as that. Exactly. Well, that's what you got to remember, Jeff. It's important. Well, you got to put it in perspective, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the next topic is women in the hobby. So the first question is, do you think it's possible to get more women involved in the game, or is this a hobby that you think will always be more intrinsically male-dominated? Well, I don't want to make any generalisations about... <laughs> but I'll make a generalisation gender in general, but like, I guess that's topic. really what it all comes down to, isn't it? Like, And I get... I personally know that my issues with the game are that I'm too impatient for it, and I am quite a what's not good. Um, too competitive, too high maintenance. Yeah, too high maintenance. Ow! I just didn't hear paying attention. <laughs> no, um, just a bit too competitive to be able to, to like learn. put in the effort to learn that sort of thing and put in the time to learn it properly. So it's not really anything to do with gender, it's just your no, personal exactly. disposition. Like and I would I would I think people who are more artistic would maybe be more drawn to like the painting side of things. Mm-hmm. Maybe people who do like games like chess and, and you know mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh-huh, it makes sense, like the kind of mental challenge that comes with trying to get make your way through the game and try and think ahead. But I mean that was one aspect of it that appealed to me, but So do you think the kind of nature of playing those kind of games has nothing to do with gender at all it's just in your case well, it's a personal preference or do you think that there's I've something that about it there is i mean it is very angry i will say that the game is very angry it's kind of a, it, aggressive everything's nature. ugly and mean and <laughs> it's all about and and i know that's that, that's kind of the point of it of it you're but, killing stuff yeah. but that doesn't appeal to me. I want things that are pretty. That's the thing. I wanted to. I wanted to paint something pretty. I or, you would or happy looking, not angry looking. I brought you love or guts people. spilling out, or like you know, like. It's just no fun in some people. Skulls everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> there is no army that is like that. There is. There's like one or two, but that's it. And even at that, they're mean. They look mean. Even the elves look mean. Elves are shitbags. John Wood. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, what do you think? Yeah, I think it is a hobby that will be more intrinsically male-dominated. Just by its nature, it is a more male-dominated hobby Mm -hmm. right now. And I don't think that's likely to to change. Personally, for me, it's it's not something that I would go, oh, I definitely 
definitely want to play that. But I love like playing Star Wars with you and mm-hmm. watching Lord of the Rings and. So it's not the it's not the genre. It's just the kind of games more. I think there's more barriers for me in terms of knowing how good you are and how competitive it is and the nature of the game and thinking that I wouldn't be able to enjoy playing it because I wasn't good enough. That would be sort of my personal barriers and I think a more general barrier would be that it is a male dominated hobby and that mm. could be off putting for some people. Okay. But I don't think there's any sort of you know, huge barriers to women. For you for you personally, Jordan, is would I be right in saying then that there's an element of it that's about confidence? Yeah. Yeah, I would be I would be anxious that I would be judged because I wasn't good enough, and as a result, I'd be oh, it's just just a silly girl trying to play this game. Like she doesn't know anything. Oh, Jay, you should see some of the jabronis that play in our club. Play. <laughs> oh, I'm shit. Maybe you want to play more. Yeah, see, I'm because I would want to prove them wrong. Yeah. If I thought people were thinking that, that would, so what you're that saying is I should on. start putting you down and then like. <laughs> You know, male chauvinistic about it, and maybe you'll start coming along and like. Because well, you're recording, so if this turns up in court, it's going to look really bad. <laughs> okay, I'll, t- I'll stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> Until your lawyer is present. <laughs> so, uh, linked on to that, what do you think the major barriers are to women becoming interested? Because, like, particularly the painting side of things, like you both mentioned there, if you go on a Twitter and you kind of follow a lot of the, the gaming Twitter feeds, um, it's actually, there's shed loads of women do the painting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's shed loads of Twitter pages where women paint and like commission work and just because they're interested, they just paint the models. Not a lot of women play. There are women that play, but um, there's a bigger kind of... You can see more women in the painting side of things than other things. So what is it that do you think the barriers are for A, getting into painting, but more generally just kind of getting in the game? Because obviously some women are getting over that barrier but not getting into the game. Or is it just because they're just you think they're just women just kind of aren't really interested in I know, I'm thing. not sure if it is a, I, mean, I love talking about barriers I'm not sure if it is a sense of <laughs> getting over that barrier I mean, is the painting something that is appealing towards that individual person and perhaps mm. not the gaming side of things, it's like males and ballet, like that's a good point, ballet's a very very kind of rigorous difficult sport, I, yep. I mean I know it's, it's obviously it's you have to be proper fit to do ballet. You've got to yeah. be very, very fit to do that. So, how, you know, okay, so why are there not more male ballet dancers? It's you've got to be incredibly fit, but it's not the same as just being fit. You know, general fitness. There's you've got to love that, and I don't think I would love this kind of game standing <clears> up for three hours and I don't know thinking very intensely over strategy and trying to plot my next move and being face to face with someone as well. I would get. I know I would get not upset, but. Like, I can't hide my anger if I'm angry. <laughs> I'd, be I'd be chucking my dice all over the place. That oh, sounds like me. I'm done with this game. That would be me. But I would be interested to see it. But I don't. I wouldn't say there's... I don't know. It's more male-dominated, and generally that could be a barrier for some That's women. a barrier in of itself. It's a barrier in itself that it's more male-dominated and for some yeah. women, the fear of being stereotyped. And But I just don't think it's... Really mean. Okay. So, so for what it's worth, I, I'm sure Andrew would agree with me here that I think generally 99.9% of guys that play the game would love it if there were more women that played. But I can totally appreciate the the fact that more men play is in of itself a barrier to even appeal to women to come in and, and give it a go. Like 
the Scottish Championship was probably the first kind of larger event that I went to, and I noticed a very different kind of atmosphere at that event than our kind of more casual events that we run. And there was only maybe 30-ish guys playing. Yeah. And to me, it felt very different. And there was, a, in my mind at the time, I thought, this feels a little bit more laddie. Like, this kind of crowd of people, like, the atmosphere is almost akin to, like, a sports club. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't feel like... Mm-hmm how it would normally feel in our club when we turn up and play casually on a Saturday. So I can totally like appreciate that. Do you think, like this might sound really condescending, and I, I don't mean it to be, but do you think if people said we were going to host a night and it was exclusively for new people and specifically women, do you think, obviously you guys have said that you're not necessarily super interested in the game as individuals, but do you think other women might respond to that who were interested but were otherwise put off? Do you think they would think, well, if I was playing in an environment with other people at my level and it was, you know, more casual, do you think that would appeal to them? I think it would definitely deal with that barrier because I think I've said that myself, that, like, I would be more open to it if I was playing somebody who was in the exact same situation as me in terms of how well they knew the game and if it was a friend, like, somebody who was a female, I wouldn't yeah. feel as bad because... You don't feel so kind of in the spotlight. Uh huh. But at the same time, and saying that, like, for example, if it was one of my friends, they would know nothing about the game. I would know nothing about the game. It would take even longer for us to do anything because of that. Well, and this patience for me is is the major issue with this game. It's it's just how long it takes you to do anything, and there's so many rules. So like wrapping your head around that and like you can't really do anything without you you would do one thing and and it could be wrong for all you know but you just kind of keep moving on because you can't not <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. just I, it's very you're never really learning and, in that case yeah, oh, yeah exactly yeah i think i'm the same i like to know the intricacies of something of everything like we were you were discussing how to play chess and I was like right so I need to know this and I need to know this step and I need to know yeah. this step it's like learning a computer program like oh, what's, what does this do and what does this do what does this do I like to know everything before I can continue and I would be too anxious or not anxious I would be too worried that I was wasting everyone's time by going hang on a second so what does that mean it's the only way you learn I know it's like but I know it's playing nice at, thing, a, but, yeah. at a level where people are you know experts or or good at the game I would feel like I was being a burden if I didn't know so yeah probably a, an, so open, like an open night, open okay. night or yeah, we're definitely going to have an open night now. And now you've said that, you know, you're totally oh, obliged. Gonna to come. Come. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the dog okay. there. The dog will probably be there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, what could the, the game do? Kind of linked into that. Focusing more in, on Ninth Age, because something that Ninth Age has done, like, you know, our, our friend Ed, he does a lot, of, he writes a lot of the background stuff mm-hmm, for it. Mm-hmm. So a lot, what the Ninth Age background team have done, and I think quite admirably, is that They've tried to kind of remove gender bias because there's always that kind of bit of gender bias within fantasy. But within Ninth Age, they've tried to open it up a bit more. Like the main human protagonist is Suna. She's like the goddess yeah. of the human empire. Yes. She's a woman. Uh, some of the chaos gods, so like the big baddies in the game, or like kind of the more evil kind of baddies, are females. So there's the the goddess of wrath is obviously a woman. She's kind of like a big player. And, not uh, to not to like step on your toes there, but you said obviously as a woman. That's an that's that was uh, an interesting. Hell half, no, half no <laughs> rap, but, um, 
so yeah, do you think there's something that do you think that's kind of a good way of getting women in the game, or do you think there's better ways to try and get women involved? I think it definitely changes the tone of like the game, the army, whatever, to have more females in it. But I think they need to be careful as well because I have seen a lot of things that I think are just sexualized, which uh, I don't know if. That's another problem historically. Yeah. yeah. Stuff aren't really sexualized. Exactly. And you don't get that with any of the male. Um... You get some pretty hunky dudes, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you I do. Know. Actually, I mean, that is a point, but I have a big opinion on the sexualization of women gamers or go women for it. gamers. Go for it. This is, your, this is your platform. Laura, were you finished with your. Were you finished talking? Sorry. Yeah, that was pretty much all I wanted to say that, you know, it definitely changes the tone. I like the idea of the like having more female warriors in these armies but just to be careful because I have seen some of them quite sexualized and that just puts women off I think. Yeah no I definitely think having more women kind of written into the whole core of the story would yeah make it seem That's more exciting. appealing and you know uh-huh, some more not more acceptance kind of because it makes us sound like oh we're not accepted but I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah like yeah, we, we've got a role here. We can, yeah, we can absolutely do this. But yeah, I have a big opinion on the sexualization of women in gaming. I just think that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it does happen to men to a degree because you get these big hunk warrior yeah. guys. But you do get these overly sexualized women characters. Like, what is someone doing if they're trying to fight bad guys, okay, in a bra and a pair of pants? Where's the pockets? <laughs> Where's the pockets? Bring back the pockets! Where am I going to put? Where am I going to put my lipstick and my perfume? Like, come on! Don't think you're helping the cause, there, Jay. No pockets. <laughs> but like, yeah, you, obviously I'm joking, but that's just silly. I agree. Where's the functionality in that? It's not pragmatic at all for yeah. for someone to do that, and it does. It just creates this ideal of. Or or women being like damsels in distress, like yeah. Peach and Mario Brothers. Like, what is she doing, getting herself bloody captured all the time? Yeah, she's just a liability. <laughs> she's a liability, and she is portrayed as a liability, and that's not the case because you're the one that forgets stuff. <laughs> you're a hundred percent the Mario in our equation. I am the Mario. <laughs> I think so. That's I think that's all fair enough and. I would say certainly in the last couple of years there are more companies that have kind of recognised that, yeah, and you definitely. do get companies which are bringing out, you know, exclusively female-led centric armies. Yep. Much more realistic and on par with the men. Well, here's a question for you. See, when you guys play, yep. when you pick an army or when you're playing an army, mm. your favourite like. I don't know, dudes or whatever. Like, do you like them because you can relate in any way to them, or are are there aspects to them that you like, particular reasons that you can relate to? Because at the end of the day, that's that's generally how I roll with these things. I like to relate to what I'm doing, okay. and you know, so having more females in this kind of army situation, mm-hmm. like if she looks like you know she's badass, going ahead, she's going to take out this army then I'm all for it. That excites me that I'm happy about that. Like, let's do this. Whereas but someone there who look I have nothing to relate to with that. Like that what's the point in her being there? You know what I mean? Like okay, that's so not why not I to blow her own horn or anything that. like that, but we did like an episode about like aesthetics and like what we like, so listeners should definitely go and check out that episode. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> like 
I don't really see myself in the army that I play whatsoever because I play fucking Warriors of Chaos or Warriors of Chaos. <laughs> I'm not an angry person at all. I wonder if this is like... Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe subconsciously. I mean, aesthetically, I just like... That was kind of why I went with that army. It was just the, the kind of design and my idea about like playing the kind of quintessential bad guy I thought was really cool. I don't know about you, Andrew. Yeah, I kind of like just like the aesthetic of it all. Like, the reason I chose Empire originally was because it's the kind of high renaissance look and the idea that it's just these normal jabronis up against mm-hmm. these, like, insanely powerful bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the reason I chose the, the vampires uh, was, again, aesthetic. Like, I like the whole vampire, dark kind of magic thing. Really Fucking cool. love skellies. Skellies are just cool. Oh, like, who doesn't crazy. love a skeleton? Um <laughs> So yeah, and I like the kind of like Jordan and I both like horror films, and I like the kind of a lot of the horror films that do good monsters. You know, like the Wendigos when we played. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Until yeah, Dawn. Until is that the name Dawn. of the game? Yeah. Like they were just good bad guys because they were like monstrous and yeah. kind of. So yeah, I, purely aesthetic, and I think that like I've got a very cool vampire model that's a woman. Yeah. Uh, that, would, that would appeal to me. I would want something that looked really cool and badass. I yeah. would want something that looked like, oh, oh god, she's got her tits out. Great. Yeah. I think there's. there's yeah, a kind that's, of... that's my point. Like, what, what is, what is the person who has that model into, and why? You tits. know, I mean, you go for it. It's <laughs> like, marketing for an audience. Oh, hundred percent. It's yeah, a yeah. male-dominated game, so males yeah. love tits. So you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can see kind of why. I do think there's a slight. To slightly defend them for a second, in some ranges, so like, in in Warhammer of Old and in Ninth Age. So in Ninth Age, there's the, the demons of lust. So all the dark gods are like a sin. So there's a demon so of lust. lust. Be, yeah, so yeah, lust okay. is all about obviously getting your opponents to drop their guard with like your body and the sexuality and stuff. So the boobs are going to be yeah. out. So I, 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 I under, yeah, I totally like. I think that's fine from you that get away aspect. With that one. But I think the main reason why Games Workshop brought out Slanesh, uh, which was their kind of Dark God equivalent, um, originally was to sell half-naked lady models. The, um, the representation of that in the 90s was actually really cool. Like, if you read the uh, Wars of the Dark Gods book, they talk about the, the different sins and, and lust, and the way they deal with that is actually really cool. So they all still wear armor and stuff. They still look like knights, but it's all like carvings and runes and all that all over their armour and their armour is slightly different so it's a lot more subtle Yeah. Um, which I guess in a way makes it more sexualised but it's a more kind of subtle way and clever way of doing it Yeah. so you can still have like models that make sense on the table mm-hmm. um, but, but the fluff is written in such a way that it's done at a kind of higher level, it's not as obvious yeah. so like with a story so yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's not yeah. there just for the sake of all oh, the look what I bought. It's a woman there, jugs out or whatever. Do you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that I do that, of course. <laughs> I just lost on the other table. That you know. Like apart from like having like designated nights of appealing to like new players and trying to encourage more women to play. Is there anything that you think would help us like appeal to more women, like other than that? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, how to help you appeal to more women, Andrew. Hmm. And the game, I should say. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Get your dick out. <laughs> <laughs> no. What other women are you on the appeal to? <laughs> <laughs> question I don't really know. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a hard question. I'm sure if it's, yeah, we don't know the answer either. <laughs> came up with that, they would have by now because you know it's another demographic for them to like sell models to. But maybe you should run some um, focus groups and some interviews, to <laughs> assess the barriers, and God. gain some rich insights into the complexities of this. One thing I would say that's positive: I am noticing more women in gaming stores and and even just looking at tables. Yeah, I think because there's way more just board game, just generally board games available now, like the amount of Kickstarters and, and different things like that mix hybrid of playing a board game with two or three other people that maybe includes miniatures as well now. Yeah, it's kind of your gateway drug. It's a good bridge into yeah. maybe thinking like, oh, I actually quite like the, the painting and having these little interesting characters maybe... Um, you know, playing an actual tabletop game yeah. might be interesting. And both of you guys have mentioned the, the kind of scale of the game can be somewhat off-putting and the, the kind of time that comes with that. Like, we should also say that the game can be played at any scale, really. I mean, if you wanted to play a, you know, a 60-minute game, once you know the rules, that's, that's totally doable. You just use Small less points, models. Yeah. Um, and so for the purposes of learning, like, throwing you in the deep end and, and for you to play at the scale that we play is, you know, not, not a good idea. And, I mean, the, the the game itself is kind of recognised that and they've actually written uh, a starter pack specifically for new players. Oh, cool. that's good. That's really good. Um, as a kind of gateway drug to see, like, you know, you can dip your toe in and, yeah. and if you like it, you it's can... The financial thing as well, like, if you buy a couple units, you know, you're yeah. not... You're not Splurging, you know, hundreds of pounds on. I'm not becoming your enabler. <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually need one. You, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I think we've kind of we've talked about that. Um, that's a nice little conclusion. So, the final topic that we need to do is the quick fire round. So, I think what we'll do is uh, Paul and I will just take turns asking yeah. quick fire questions, uh, and we'll get. Laura and Jordan Chancellor. Yeah, we should say that this is should really be called the, the Tommy Tucker round because yeah. he submitted a butt ton of questions. <laughs> Tommy Tucker. If you have any kind of political correctness concerns, maybe this is the point where you put down the, uh, the podcast because shit's yeah. about to get real. No, <laughs> yeah, we've probably already passed that already. Yeah. But. yeah. yeah. So we'll, well, uh, we'll start off. First question. What is the name of your partner's army or armies if they have more than one? Laura. What army do I play? What's it called? Chaos. Chaos, that's your answer? Yeah, I don't know what else it would be. Okay, well, I feel like I should give you some recognition there because I do have the Warhammer Fantasy, Warriors of Chaos, so maybe that's what's throwing you. And it came from a game where that was the name of the army. So, you're wrong, but <laughs> it's but a very well good done wrong answer. Well done for trying. Oh, look at him trying cushion that. <laughs> Yeah, so there's shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jordan. Um, Andrew, you play Empire of something. I don't know. It's good enough. It's good enough. Empire of you just call it Empire. You you shorten it to Empire. I'm playing Empire, and then you have Vampire. 
Oh. Oh, you're so close. I know I've heard this. Is it Covenant? Oh, it's Vampire close. Vampire Co- oh, Vampire that's Covenant. Vampire Covenant. Vampire Covenant. Or, yeah. Yeah. I think you get the point. Covenant? Yeah. Yes. Well done. That is very good. Jordan, you're really good at listening to your partner. I think Covenanters, like, I mean, I think the Covenanters are vampires, but that's my own professional. That would actually be a really <laughs> cool theme of a vampire army. I think army. this is only because Covenanters come with your PhD all the time. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure I've heard something about this thing <laughs> called Covenanters. That's good, though. They're also affectionately known by the community as the vampire cunts as well. Yeah. Oh, I would remember that. You're a vampire cunt, if you believe. So you're playing a vampire cunt tonight. Yeah. You're proud of me. So pr- I'm so proud of you, Renna, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Okay, uh, next question. So the next one is, do you like your partner's choice of models, and what is your favourite miniature that your partner has painted? And do you know what it's called? Jordan. Yes, I like your models. Um, I didn't like painting the... <laughs> the, know, the, dude the, you painted. the dude that I painted this, what were they soldiers? They were historical stuff. Historical yeah. soldiers. Didn't like them. Like the Griffins. Your mum made cool seats for them <laughs> out of modelling clay. They were really awesome. Love the skeletons. I outsourced. <laughs> Love the skeletons. Got you a spray gun for the skeletons. Yeah, yeah. Spray uh, gun. What's it called? It. Air gun. Air yeah, gun. Airbrush. Airbrush. I didn't actually use oh, that on no, skeleton. You didn't <laughs> use it. Oh no, you, you're, you're going to use it for the zombies for the skin. I was going to, but I didn't end up in that. Excuse me, even used it. Great. <laughs> 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 oh, um, I went on a course to. I think I'll prefer the griffins the best. And do you like the cri- oh, do you like chickens? Yeah. Okay. No, just because it's funny. It's funny. The skeletons are really cool though. Uh, I don't know griffins and skeletons. Okay. Don't know their real names. Well, I would. Yeah, well, it's Knights of the Sun Griffin and Skeleton, so. Oh, cool, so I've got skeleton. I think, uh, I think you get points for that. Yeah. Laura? Um, wouldn't be my choice of army, but yeah, they're pretty cool, and <laughs> Francis is probably my favourite. Yeah, Francis. Yeah. Give it up for Francis. <laughs> Francis is a. He was the uh, old blood beast. He's now the forsaken one or fallen one, or whatever the fuck he's called in the book. I don't even know what he's called, so it's fine. I'm not even going to ask you to know what he's called. <laughs> Francis. Like, well, this is it, right? He's got a name. He's Francis. He calls him Francis. Paul calls him Francis, or he is called Francis? No, he just, well, we all call him Francis, but he's not actually called Francis. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Cool. I also didn't like that you took my advice on getting a dragon. I did get a dragon. Dragons are cool. I have used it. Mm-hmm. He looks good. I'm happy with the same job on him. I don't have a dragon. You've got chickens. I've got chickens. Oh, I'm thinking about getting a zombie dragon. <laughs> the greatest flying beast. Actually, <laughs> chickens don't even fly. My big bird flies. Big bird? He does. My big griffin. Your griffin? Yeah, your griffin's yeah, nice. too. Uh, the, so I've got the little ones that run around the ground because I'm not any wings. <laughs> <laughs> and then the big one that flies. <laughs> cool. Next question. If we can legitimately divide the hobby into three distinct categories, building and painting, playing and socialising slash events, then which segments do you find most interesting and which parts do you find the least attractive? Laura, go. Most interesting. Building and painting. Least attractive. Um, probably the playing, just because it takes so long. Okay. Okay. What do you do? Um, I don't think there are three distinct categories. I think <gasps> there needs to be more. Oh, here we go. So I think there should be, um, I don't know, what would we categorise it as? Wish listing and purchasing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also think there needs to be planning. 
Planning does take a long time. Planning does take a long time. And then, it, well, actually, so wish listing and, and purchasing, or or sneaky purchasing, then <laughs> building and painting, and then game planning and... Game planning. Uh, yeah, and, and organisation, and then... Facebook Messenger should probably just be one of those uh, now. Uh, that's coming in a minute. <laughs> Socialising, events, and playing, and then, yeah, um, responding to fan mail. <laughs> Lol. Uh, Lol. Yeah. Uh, what do I think is the most? I think the building and painting is the most exciting. Well, no, it's the most. It's what I find the most interesting. But I know okay. for for you, the planes obviously the most interesting. Yeah. And then giving me really detailed commentaries of how it went down and how, <laughs> how you got diced and how it was a. Uh, <laughs> the lingo down and everything. It was a nineteen. What is it? Nineteen one or a twenty? Scored it was, a twenty. No, it was a twenty nil and. Woo, yeah. Is that what I sound like when I do it, yeah? You do, and then you moan because the, the, <laughs> the dice that I... Um, the dice you bought me were shit. dice that I bought you and the dice that I was made to bless yeah. didn't work. No, it didn't work. And by blessing, so I mean... Can we discuss what blessing means? Yeah, go for it. What did I... Did, did I just rub... You put them down your bra, I right? That's what we need. Yeah. That's how so, I blessed my dice. So, so that's what we did with the, with the dice. Which didn't work. It tainted them. This is really just an opportunity for Andrew to blame Jordan for any of his failings. Yeah, so it's always the dice. Laura, right, always... it doesn't matter, it's just Jordan, right? I, I am never wrong. I just <laughs> I weaponize my <laughs> faults. Yeah, it's always the dice and dice. So it's me, so it's always me. <laughs> yeah, it's always me. I'm just shit at the game, basically, is what we need to <laughs> You were on a wee winning streak recently. I was, and then Nick fucking pasted me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a really long answer but okay most important most interesting for me is building and painting okay cool so the next one is from uh, lovely Casimir again what strength value does your partner have so as a little preface to this um, so in in the game you obviously get your army books and each army has an entry and each unit has stats so you have like your movement your initiative your agility um, how many attacks you have what your strength is okay so, strength 10 is like being hit by God's cock. Strength okay. 1 is like being pinched by a very small goblin. Mm-hmm. 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 So, Laura, <laughs> what's Paul? <laughs> it depends. Is, is, is Paul's army at a distance or is Paul's army... No, it's me. it's me. Paul. It's Paul. The question what is, would what, what value would what I have? If I, was in, if I was in the game, what strength I would I have? Would it be ten God's cock or small sneaky <laughs> well, that, one? That's the main question. What do you mean it's a mean question? <laughs> of course, it would be a ten question. Yay! She said ten. Yay! Jay, oh. I need you to be honest. <laughs> I'm not a star, to be honest. I, see, I'd like to relabel the strength. So I'd like to say, so you're obviously a, a ten in general, but. <laughs> Level oh, 10. Oh, something bad's coming now. Level 10, <laughs> Sleepy Panda. <laughs> so this is because Andrew's always so sleepy. So that has nothing to do with my strength, though. So your strength would be like, it'd be like on Pokemon Snorlax. <laughs> That's fair. Tornado, Snorlax is asleep. <laughs> Fire Blast, Snorlax is still asleep. <laughs> Like Half sleeping. past seven in the morning and your girlfriend is leaving to go for work. 
You're still asleep. Who the fuck gets up at <laughs> half past seven, though? I actually got up before that this morning. Before seven this morning. Okay, so what strength would you give me? Uh, I don't know. Um, what a ten. It's a bit arbitrary. Um, a ten. <laughs> a ten. So we're, we're both just going to talk out of our asses, right? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with this. Decent ten at The ten. strength of God's cock in my hand. <laughs> that doesn't sound bad at all. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, next question. How many hours a week do you think your partner spends thinking about the hobby? <laughs> Every 14 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably oh, no, sure uh, that's probably worse than that. <laughs> it fights for dominance in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> How much time do you think? That you spend thinking about the yeah. game. Yeah. Hmm. A week. Yeah. Yeah. So there's 168 hours in a week. I'd say 21 hours. Okay. Laura? I don't know. Because, you know, your job's not really all that. You know, there's not a lot of thinking involved in what you do. So you probably spend a lot of time thinking about the hobby while you're at work. God, man, low blow. It's like they've yeah. seen our Facebook messages. <laughs> no, I've just heard the bloody pings. Yeah, I'd think probably about 35, closer to 40. Oh, wow. thinking, about, thinking about the hobby. Oh, no, that's quite a lot. Call it No, 30. that's, that's a quarter, quarter of my time. My conscious time. Yeah, Your no, that that, time, yeah. that sounds great, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's more of a luxury with that. Yeah. How, much time, how much time do you spend during your week thinking about us? Oh, good question. Oh, fuck. That's not what the episode's about, okay? <laughs> Actually, it's what the episode's about. Podcast. I think about you the all the time. Thank you very much. <laughs> all the time. I don't, like, what is 9th age? I don't even know. <laughs> I know what Jordan is though. She's fucking amazing. There you go. See that hole? Just flew out of it. Paul, is there anything you would like to say? You're being very quiet. <laughs> do I read the next question or is Andrew reading the next question? I'll, read I'll do it. I'll get you out of this one. Uh, so this is from Tim. Uh, how many times has your partner used the excuse he diced me to describe how his games went? Laura. Call number one, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always the dice. I don't know. Like I think I, obviously I do lose a lot. I don't know if I always blame the dice though. I mean, I do blame the dice probably as much as everyone else. <laughs> to be fair, my dice are fucking awful. Paul's dice are fucking awful. But you've awful. told me that before, and then you've got new no dice. Um, the Andrew, story's never changed. Andrew, how good are my dice? Your dice are fucking awful. See? Should you not, not both use the same dice? We've tried this. That we had be, a game where we used the same dice, yeah, and your dice were still bad. a more reliable measure, because you both have the same dice, so you couldn't say that, oh, your dice are tricksy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It would be more reliable. Then it depends on your rolling strategy. Our rolling strategy. Or your throwing strategy, or your dicing strategy. I'm not well, sure Well, this is funny you say this, right? Because there's some guys that roll in certain ways. Yeah, yeah. It would have an impact on how the dice lands, you would say. Because Ed has a really, like, purposeful way he rolls the dice. Like, he shakes it really hard, and then he just kind of goes, ah, and it kind of just falls out of his hand. This is little kind of flick thing at the end. Yeah, whereas Guillermo just fucking throws his dice at the table and hopes for the best. Oh, you've got to, like, protect your fucking models. Like, Paul, you have to stop the dice. And I'm like, no, man, you're, like, totally ruining your luck there. 
I don't think that I, I I don't see you would have to do some pretty crazy maths to prove that that was having any kind of effect on what was being rolled. Yeah, that would be a long. Project. There you go, Michael. Yeah, that's I your project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that much to actually do that math. <laughs> have you ever stopped anybody uh, rolling a certain way because you think it's having an impact if they're doing something really stupid, like um, I don't know, not stupid, but a bit dodgy? No, I guess you could kind of like just like kind of flip the dice over in your hand and put it on the table, but like. I've never seen anyone do that. Alex Thomas from uh, who's actually coming up to play at Siege. Uh huh. That's how he rolls his dice. Really? What, yeah, he just kind of he rolls them. He kind of like shakes them in his hand and he just turns them over. Yes, he's giving them a shake. Okay. It doesn't seem. To, I, I mean, he had some pretty horrendous rolls. I'm not saying like if he was getting like four ups like all the time, I would have been immediately suspicious. But yeah, I I don't think it really matters. Like we talked about this. Like Henrik is. Probably has the worst dice of anyone ever, honestly. and like he doesn't roll his dice like. Ones. Is that the right oh thing yeah, to say? honestly, the amount of ones, ones this boy rolls is. But then, so like statistically improbable. And oh, like very like, like really, so most of the one, game like one, ones are bad, one. except from leadership tests. Mm-hmm. So you won't roll high for leadership tests. Henrik will consistently roll ones for ninety nine percent of the game, except for when he's taking leadership tests and then he'll only roll sixes. Roll a one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, wow. it's actually something to behold. Mm. You couldn't get that other player to roll for you, or if you got to roll. I don't even know if that would make a difference with Henrik. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think we've actually proposed this that you should just try and get someone in to roll his dice for him. <laughs> I've got yeah. a roller. A roller. <laughs> like a golf caddy, but the roller for the dice. <laughs> I would golf never caddy. inflict that upon you because I would end up getting an idea. Yeah, yeah, you just express all your anger onto me. I'm sorry. Fucking roll better. Show yourself. Okay, okay, okay. So we both say that a lot. Yeah. Um. So next question from Tommy. So this is specifically directed at me or my missus. Do Chads only play warriors? Now, I'm not gonna lie. We had to Google what that meant. <laughs> That wasn't a term we were familiar with. However, upon reading the definition, it seems like I kind of know where he's coming from, but at the same time, it doesn't make any sense because Chad actually specifically states within the definition that you have to be single. So therefore, by asking someone's partner, are the R1 seems somewhat nonsensical? I also don't know what a warrior... Like, do, do Chads only play warriors? Is a warrior a type of thing in, in this game? So, Am to, I missing sorry, something here? To, to recap the previous, one of the previous questions, which was, do you know the name of your partner's army? The name of my oh! army is Warriors of the Dark Gods. So in this instance, warriors is an It is your army, okay. Yeah, so that's okay. what it means. Okay, well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, so basically we've established that the question doesn't actually make any sense. <laughs> so we can bypass that question. Okay, so then my question... Well, the answer is probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my question, also from Tommy, for Jordan, is... I, I think this is unfair, because mine is actually the question. How do you put up with the incessant Empire fanboying from Andrew? You love it. You love it. <laughs> you, love it. you love a bit of the Empire, though, don't you? Have you even given Jordan cue cards, Andrew? Stop it! Rude. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you love to hear about what the Empire is doing, what the Empire, Emperor is doing for his Stop people. Stop it! You're talking about your willy. What? I'm not talking about <laughs> You are. What are you talking about? <laughs> you love to hear what he's doing. And... No, 
no, I do not. Oh, I'm not mentioning that at all. Do you not? No, I'm that relationship. <laughs> I'm definitely going to start calling him the Emperor now, though. <laughs> Better than no. <laughs> Better than no. Moving on. I can't. Right, <laughs> right so again, I question for Tommy. When the incel rebellion of oppressed proletariat rises up and seizes the means of our reproduction, will you be Stalin or Trotsky? So, Jordan, you live with someone that studies history. You should be all over this question. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> How do you think it busted on radio? I know, I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely Stalin. Will be Stalin. Do you know who any of these people are? No. Okay, next question. <laughs> Laura, I, I, I don't know much either. So this is perhaps the most important question we've asked all night. Is Edward Murdoch a part of the Illuminati? What? Laura. No, because I'm going to get like targeted by them. Sorry, Ed. Jordan, is Ed part of the Illuminati? I don't know enough about him to make that judgement. I'll make it for you, yes. Okay. See, it's the type of guy that wouldn't even, you know, give a straight answer to that question, which instantly means yes. <laughs> but is he doing that just to get someone's back up? No, it's fancy lawyer Isn't talk. Isn't he a lawyer? Yeah, oh. that makes sense. <laughs> instantly suspicious. <laughs> right, the next question. Fuck, right. man, this, this is a mouthful. This, oh, one. this is a big one. Right, okay. So Tommy asks. Oh. So obviously it's from Tommy, because all of these are being from Tommy. <laughs> Where do your respective men sit on the 0 to 10 Tommy Tucker contemptible masturbator scale, where 0 is a 14-year-old robot <laughs> contestant that has just watched his robot get smashed to pieces and set on fire by so kill a lot? And 10 is Arnold Schwarzenegger in Pumping Iron talking about banging Californian supermodels. I'm not even sure I understand the question, if I'm being honest. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm still laughing, Jay. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Why does this robot get killed by so... a kill? Uh, <laughs> the the top bit is the important bit, right? So yeah, 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 he's trying to push you off target there. What are you googling? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, this isn't a hard one. Why are you doing so? <laughs> Where do you respect me? I don't know. What... Where do your respective men sit on the 0 to 10 Tommy Tucker contemptible masturbator scale? Have you tried to Google this into our question? No! Thought <laughs> <laughs> I'd answer first. 10, that's fine. Yeah! Na- that good? Did, you, did you say 9? I don't I think don't 9's think good. I think 9's, 9's not bad. good. I was going to say 3. That's, the game's a bogey. Why? I think both are bad. I think both are bad. Both are very bad. But in this argument, we can rather be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just watch his robot get smashed to pieces and set on fire, bursting around it. And ten is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Would that make you want to masturbate? I don't think so. Pumping iron, talking about buying companies. So Arnie's got to be the top one, right? I think he's basically both calling us masturbators. I think the the only argument here is 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 how what kind of masturbator? How rigorous we are. Right. How rigorous we are. Oh boy. Are we a (laughs) fourteen-year-old? He's just watched his robot get smashed to pieces by Sir Killalot, or are we Arnold Schwarzenegger? I would like to point out that you you both said that we're as strong as the cock of God, so... I'm taking your first answer, you said ten. 
I said three. I'm going to stick with that. That's, that's probably fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the final question. Fucking hell, I've just read this for the first time. No way. Tell us how the Presbyterian guilt affects your lives. Who's this Tommy Tucker guy? <laughs> He's our only listener. He's <laughs> our only fan, don't anger him. Aww. So, this is because I mentioned... This is actually <laughs> funny because Fraz brought this up like, this week as well. <laughs> so, this is something I mentioned we were talking about in an episode before. Where it was like the Presbyterian guilt. It's something I just kind of say sometimes. You see. Yeah, it's just because, like, obviously where we're from, central Scotland is, you know, especially Falkirk, is Presbyterian kind of heartland. And it's kind of just like their religious kind of, I don't know, doerness that infects I would you. say that's almost a Scottish stereotype, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would agree. Doerness. <laughs> yeah. So how does it affect your life, Jeff? Do you want to talk about it? No. Okay. Laura. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a Roman Catholic, so. Ah, oh, well, see, you've you've no issues here. <laughs> Good question, guys. There you go. It affects me a lot. Does it? No. Do you want to talk about that? You can talk to the emperor about it later. <laughs> I'm the emperor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. On that note, that's us. Yeah. So any last any last comments or questions, ladies? Just, I think it's a lovely hobby, and I think all your friends from the hobby, the ones that I've met, the ones that I haven't met, are lovely, and I'm really sorry if I've offended anyone. I might have had two-ish large gins poured by Andrew. Here we go. And... I'm sorry. <laughs> no. So what you're saying is you've just been drugged. Uh, uh-huh, I'm tied to The last two hours. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with nothing that. to do with the podcast and tight touch you for the empire <laughs> for the empire this is this is turning out sex tape and it's just weird right stop it, it. <laughs> fuck <laughs> Laura any sensible questions you want to raise answer do you mean um, no no questions I guess like I think it's um, it is interesting to have done this like if you know, it is a very interesting question, you know, why women aren't into this sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. That's all, I guess. Yeah, I'm, the whiskey is totally taking it out of me as well. I've got another. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, cool. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Paul, any final thoughts before we wrap up? I want to say this has been useful. <laughs> but you're, are you lying? <laughs> No, I think it's I think it's good. Like, um, there's been a few other kind of channels and and people that put out kind of this kind of content that have kind of mentioned this kind of stuff in the past, and they've had their own episodes to talk about it. And it is a really difficult issue, like to try and resolve. Like, be, I think just because it always just seems to come back to like personal preference, and the fact that it is so male dominated is out of itself an obstacle that can put off women and. There doesn't really seem to be any way around that without... To, um, to, to resolve, do you mean the fact that women aren't playing the game or aren't engaging with the game? Or... Well, I think, I mean, I've got to I've got to think that there are women that would like to, uh-huh, but for whatever reason, they, they're not in a position to or there's something that just puts them off. But if they're on their own and, and they're not within a group 
of like-minded individuals, then it's even more difficult because then it's if, if you've got no outlet, if you don't even know who to approach or where clubs are, then how do you get yourself in a position where you can play? I think talking to other people, it seems to be a little bit more common abroad, like in Europe, that you do see the odd kind of women that are kind of more active in local clubs and things. I, I, I don't know if that's a cultural thing or if it's just luck and it has nothing really to do. It's just It just so happens that those women that were looking to get into the game have found an outlet that they are happy with and mm. it just suits them. I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, like we've said, like we're obviously trying to grow the club and it has grown over the last year or two. Um, it would be great for it to keep going that way. And, and specifically from my perspective, it would be great if we did get the odds women that like to give it a go. I mean, we're quite ideally suited like where the club is and we've mentioned that girls do come in and they play other systems, but for whatever reason, the kind of mass rank and file fantasy game doesn't seem to be appealing to that demographic. I wonder how much of it is to do with an era situation as well. Like, obviously, nowadays, gender equality is, you know, a lot... Well, we're more gender equal nowadays than we ever were in the past, and I guess that's only going to get better in the future. I wonder if there would be an increase in women playing the game with that. That's a good point. (laughs) I guess, like, we've got the luxury as men of coming from a culture where men have always played the game or games of a similar style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas women, that would have been something that would have been considered appropriate. So I guess it's like a kind of cultural thing and a historical thing where yeah. that will take longer. But it's interesting. Like, it would be it would be great if it was a 50-50 split, but I have no idea how long that's going to take. Yeah, I think, I think that would take a bit. It would be interesting to look at the differences between, um, you know, an online game um, of a similar system in comparison to a game mm. where your gender's kind of explicit face to face. You know, That's a good point. Of a of a similar you know, a similar game where you know, you can be a character and you don't have to state something like uh like a total war game where it's like mass ranked combat simulation essentially but you don't Yeah, exactly. So something similar but you, there's no explicit need or to to identify to to a certain gender to see whether that has an impact that would be when you would be able to explore kind of barriers and and stuff but it could be you know a feasibility thing you know people aren't available to go down to the club or yeah you know there's not as much of a pressure to feel you know if you're not good enough that you're going to be judged because of your gender specifically um because it's unknown if you're over a platform and and obviously it's more anonymous and yeah. stuff like that yeah there's lots of it is interesting this sounds like a postdoc it really does sound like <laughs> oh hmm, there could be a good wee project in here <laughs> to get some funding. I guess historically, even like video games, like twenty years ago, like the number of women that played video games would have been super low. Now, you know, it's not unusual to talk to a girl that enjoys playing video games as much as a guy would. Yeah, I like, love doing it. I would say like it's yeah. it's going to be near enough fifty fifty, if not. Getting that way, right? I'm excited I would say for so. Red Dead coming out. I know, comes out tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow. Yep, that will be mm. good fun. That's our plans for tomorrow night, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, all that's kind of left to do is to thank Laura and Jordan. That was good fun. 
Uh, yeah. Thanks for thanks for coming on and just for kind of being honest and talking shit with us. I know. <laughs> this is all we do. Like for me, oh, saying like, it, "Oh, we're yeah. going to podcast." This is this is it. I can yeah. say that you're on a lot longer with those guys than you. Yeah, are. Laura, do you get locked out of the room? Because I get locked. <laughs> I actually get locked out of the room, and I've got to go downstairs. You don't get locked out. I don't get locked out, but I, you I leave like, of your own volition. I, I get told to bring in tea after about an hour. No, and then, no, like, I'm not allowed to. We're still in there chatting. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. shut out of the room with, with, with a lock. You know, I it's just even, to stop people. But can't even open the door. <laughs> I have been barricaded from entering before. Like tried to open the door, and there's like a, a chair behind it. <laughs> That wasn't yeah. podcast. Yeah, it was a podcast. Oh, well, we might as well end it as we started it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, um, if if you guys have any thoughts on that, uh, especially if there's any ladies listening and you've got any thoughts about that, um, please do get in contact. You can send us questions and stuff at uh, on email. Uh, scotchviolence at gmail.com you can get us on twitter uh, scotch ninth age um, there's the facebook group which ed manages uh, so that's just uh, scotch wildlands if you type that in it'll come up and uh, yeah usual things carrier pigeon uh, paul and i are pretty easy to spot at events and things so come up and have a chat with us um, tall guys very tall guys tall guys yeah. hairy guys as well we're, we're, we're both of those Paul. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so yeah until next guy, uh, next guy, Jesus, I fucked up. God, there's, so, there's been too much gin. Oh, I got so close. Until next time, guys. We'll catch you next time. Thank you, guys. <laughs> fucked up again. <laughs> See ya.